Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 130 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Saturday, Friday, not Saturday, September 15th. I am the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox. And I'm here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared. Man, hey, everyone. So, Shards, they're on the outs. Crota is getting some buffs and some reworks, and uh, there's a lot of other just cool stuff going on this next week, and we're going to cover it. Good, bad, bad hey. and ugly. Well, we know who the ugly is on this podcast. <laughs> and the Chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. Um, The aforementioned ugly is going to talk about uh, the lore from a bunch of different exotics, uh, mostly the ghost shells, sparrows, and then a ship. Chad, you're the pretty one. What are you talking about? <laughs> and as a reminder, if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. But if not, you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Uh, we get uh, pretty streaky over on the Twitter at times. So uh, join up, send us messages. Uh, we would love to be able to play games with you. So tweeting us or joining our Discord server is the best way to do that. We do have a lot to discuss this week. Uh, Bruno, I believe, was the one who brought the twid. Uh, but before we get into that, let's listen to our intro music, who is brought to you from Link, who is everybody's favorite Link. And you can find him on Twitter, at Link of Time G. Listening to Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow, thanks, Link. Awesome job. Uh, so we're going to jump into this twid and um, shards, legendary shards. They have gone up and down. They've been inconsistent their life in Destiny 2 how to get them. There's definitely been tons and tons of exploits in the past that's had a very wide range of how to acquire those. And, you know, Bungie wants better ways for players to get into the game and uh, simplify the currency, which has been, you know, um, a trend, I feel like, in the last, what, four or five seasons, just getting rid of a lot of you know, weapon crafting currencies and now just currencies to spend. It's uh, it's all going, it's all boiling down to just the brass tacks here. Um, so moving forward, um, like engrams and focusing and purchasing stuff, uh, it's going to just cost different now. Um, so like your ritual weapons are not going to, they're going to cost a zero glimmer. They're just going to cost the engram the focus when I'm reading this chart out of the twid. Um, now, if you move on to something like an Iron Banner weapon, an Iron Banner weapon is going to take 5 engrams and 25,000 glimmer. Go down to 
adept nightfalls adept, uh, weapons, and it's going to take only one engram, but it's going to take 50,000 glimmer. Um, with that, well, there was a lot of blowback from the community. It's like, well, only having having the prices of glimmer for all those things, um, we need better sources of glimmer. So Bungie, across the board, is um, buffing glimmer and also giving you more avenues of getting engrams to drop. So that's an Iron Banner, that's in Crucible, Gambit, um, and Seasonal Rewards. So basically, charge is going away, and Glimmer and engrams are going up. So how are we feeling about shards going away? Uh, I don't know. I honestly, I can argue either side of it. You're speaking to a guy that spent like twelve thousand or fourteen thousand of those things one season chasing a sidearm, and have <laughs> since then built myself back up to five digits, like over ten thousand. Not much over ten thousand. I fluctuate between nine and ten, uh, but. You know, it's not anything I've ever had trouble. All I need to do is wait till I get my season pass leveled up enough, <clears throat> do a vault clean out. If you clean out 150 weapons or armor pieces, you know, all of a sudden you get seven per seven per weapon. You do 150, like, you know, you can build those things up pretty fast. And let's be honest, out of a uh, hundred weapons that drop, how many of those are you hanging on to? You know, probably less than five, I would say. Uh, at this point, as somebody that's played this game literally thousands of hours. Uh, so to me, it doesn't matter. However, it does feel bad in a way. I wish that they could have turned it into where we could have used those for Glimmer, you know, like how they did with our planetary materials. Like, let me turn them in for Glimmer or do like a, a thousand to one on this or 500 to one on Ascendant Shards or Ascendant Alloys something like that. Let me, let me turn them into something. Uh, especially because if you do like a weapon with, you know, two enhanced perks and you masterwork it and you rank it up to 20, you're like you're burning through shards, burning through shards, burning through alloys. Like, let me turn them into that. At least give me a few, a few free weapon crafted upgrades at max level. And, uh, make it to where like you have to do it before the end of the season and that way like whenever the new stuff starts you know you can't carry it over or save it for like the new big batch that's going to drop a final shape that's how i wish it would have been handled that's not how it was handled it's really not a huge deal but you know at the same point they're like we're trying to simplify currency and take this away and then they cap you at 10 nightfall ciphers or whatever those things mm -hmm. are and then double nightfall so like you double drop. So what, like uh, at some, at some on every third one you do, you're losing two that are just like being pissed away yeah. essentially. So I don't know. It is what it is. Could be worse, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I think most of that stuff just needs to be nine, nine, nine. Like the players that can, that can stockpile it, that have the ability to do that. They're 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 gonna play enough that they can just do it anyway, where they can just get it, spend it, get it, spend it, get it, spend it. So whether they stockpile it now or or just wait, if you could stockpile it, those players would be playing a lot more. 
there'll be more hours where they're sitting in this nightfall building up ciphers. Like imagine the amount of nightfall hours that we'd be put in this week because it's a light story week. There's not a lot. So there'd be a lot more hours of people just sitting in that night grandmaster playing this week. It would just artificially inflate hours. If that all of a sudden is like, Oh yeah, by the way, nightfall ciphers, nine, nine, nine inventory. Oh dang. And then people would be in there. Um, I know we'd be in there a bunch to get a couple of warden's laws. Um, but as far as led the legendaries shards, what can we currently purchase with it that we'll be able to carry over or use? Yeah. So, um, Master Rahul in the tower is going to be your friend every day when you log in. This is my, um, this is my tips for you to spend those shards before they mean absolutely nothing. So you can buy five enhancement cores every day for 30 a pop of the legendary shards. You can buy one and, uh, ascend the alloy a week for 400. So you should be doing that every week. And then the day you're logging into play, when you go to pick up your bounties in the tower, you're also spending 150 shards at Rahul. There is some every day. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yep. But uh, for those people that are in the tens to hundred thousands, like what are we just stacking uh, raid banners? Mm, yeah. That's the, last it's the only thing. thing that we can buy a basic unlimited amount of. That or you store them. You, you buy uh, the engrams, right? Buy weapons and just. Can you buy them? Maybe anymore? you get it. I've never checked. I'm pretty sure you can. I, I thought you think, could. I don't think Rahul has world drop. Cause, uh, yeah, because I think he they took that functionality away. Yeah. Does it? Oh man, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I think can you can you get you can get glimmer with shards right now, right? Also. Yeah, yeah, you can. So you can that. spend glimmer on some stuff, and then and then. Uh, so if you, I guess if you if you're crafting a bunch of weapons and you're leveling them up, and then you're you're upgrading the 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 crafting you spend like if you get it from zero to level 17 and then maxing it out you're spending like a 150 200 thou yeah so it's, it's not just spend it's a not bunch of shards a, on the glimmer it's not quite a full 250 but it's it's pretty close yeah but uh, i mean if you do that on a bunch of weapons like that you're 20. like yeah but like beforehand where you're like you know what yeah i can rank yeah, all these guns to 17 and then just spend all my shards on glimmer to refill absolutely it's better than mm-hmm. better than losing it right yeah, because so. that's the thing they said. It's not going to be like set on the side and waiting and Rahul's going to have mm-hmm. a place where you can buy the glimmer. They're going to take away the counter from the character menu, which means it's gone. Once they get rid of it, I think they said next season, right? Final shape. Final shape. It's gone. It's 100% gone. So if you don't spend it, you don't use it, you lose it. And that's it. So I'm going to be buying an alloy every week. And if I cap out, I'm going to be master working something, um, spending it, buying glimmer with it. Like just, I, I might have guys, I might have 2000 raid banners in the vault, but by the time this is over, <laughs> you, I have the you can have space. enough for me too. Then. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll have I'm enough for the to, three of us. If Jared wants, I'm to. getting ready to have a wicked vault cleanse here in the near future. Mm. We might make a video yeah. about it. So I did go through and I think I took like 50 out. But once I did that, I was like, 
oh that was just like the spaces on my characters <laughs> that wasn't even <laughs> into the vault so uh it's gonna be a fun one gonna be a fun one coming up soon look for that all right so dismantling stuff is kind of going how you're going to get glamour and enhancement cores in the future so if if you dismantle a legendary piece of armor, you should get a thousand glimmer and a twenty-five percent chance of enhancement core. And then an exotic piece of armor will give you two thousand glimmer and a sixty percent chance of an enhancement core. And then weapons follow the same as armor. So again, final shape. That will remind you. So you got a little bit of time here to spend some of these shards. So what is that? That's going to be like four months, four months away, five months. Um, so just make for who your buddy, spend them when you can, because uh, you can't take them with you. Uh, there is a reminder in the twid that um, Zer will be getting a rework for the final shape, but they're not going into details of that rework yet. But we will, at some point, have an update. So this is an update to give Ooh. us an update in the future. Word. Uh, Crote is in numbers. Right, well, we was kind of looking for these last week, but uh, they are here now. A um, little more than half a million players went into Crote is in uh, for contest mode. About half of them cleared the abyss. Uh, 150,000 cleared the Oversoul Throne Bridge. Uh, 80,000 cleared Iriut. And a little less than 40,000 cleared Son of Oryx. So that brings it I wish, to... Right, I wish they had a, a thing for how many people made it to Final Stand. <laughs> yeah. That's where that's where we were. That's where we were. we were at final stand. I I think about that sometimes. I get a little sad. <clears throat> I feel like we should have been able to beat it, but we weren't. So we suck. <laughs> we're still in the top. I think I figured. So, it. I think it was like the top thirteen percent of uh, fourteen point yeah. nine eight. So fifteen percent people that people that went in to the raid. It's still pretty good. Which, if you take it of the overall destiny people, I'm sure that's the top what five percent at least, if not lower. Yeah, so seven percent of guardians, a little more than seven percent of guardians, cleared it. That that it took. We were just, we were so close, uh, but it feels so far away. But hey, you know what? It's all right. It's all right. We'll uh, we'll get the next. I. I don't really care about the rehashed raids as much as the new raids. The new raids are the ones that hurt me when we can't beat those. Uh, so, like, Deep Stone, we were stupid close on that one. <clears throat> that one's we painful. That's one of those that... away, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. We can get to final stand. It's just if, if we're going to if we're gonna clear the final stand. But it's all good. It's all good. You know what this has done? This has made me... Uh, a lot better at swords. So if swords ever become an issue, <laughs> I'm going to be better prepared. I so. bet I bet this is the last time. They like 
Crota, yeah, the it Crota is. raid is the the last sword raid. <laughs> it's all right. Listen, when dude, I'm telling you, when snipers come around, I'm gonna be all right. Like I want to yeah. be like, we'll be good because that's like my gameplay is like sniper, like precision shot gameplay. That's mm-hmm. just it's what I'm better at. I don't know why it's been like that since I've been like freaking 14 years old. So uh, that's just it's what I prefer. Uh, one more than 10 minutes into the video, you're fine. Um, we good? We good? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> he did save um, it, though. Yeah. So, also, Crota's in. You know, everybody's kind of searching for these uh, essences to drop to go after um, the exotic and get the exotic catalyst done uh, for a necromancer. So, um, the Oversoul, the essence of Oversoul, uh, you're. Your first four clear of Crota's End each week will provide two guaranteed essences of Oversoul and a guaranteed weekly drop from defeating Crota and an additional guaranteed drop from beating each encounter in order from start to finish. So that, hmm. for that first run through, that's two things happening at once. Um, and then every time you do a four clear, uh, you still have a, additional guaranteed essence. So there's a new way to farm them. So that's just continue to do the raid in full, not just clearing out Crota. And they are increasing the drop rate of random essences to for repeated clears of each encounter. So you can just, you can go farm and actually you know, increase those chances. And they are adding a chance to strike it lucky and earn all of the S's necessary to complete both Necromancer Crest and the Catalyst when taking down Crota during a full run. Just like getting an exotic to drop in the previous raids, you can now get the whole deal uh, if Fortune fortune smiles upon you. Hold on. Hold on. Say that again. Yeah. So I there's like a ra- listening. basically there's a random chance for you hit the hit the lottery on your full clear of Crota to just auto completes the um the quest and the catalyst at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So the, so, the- so I read that and I I thought that can't be what I think it <clears throat> what I think it was. Yeah. And then I heard you yeah. read it out loud and I was like, okay, that's I'm pretty sure that's exactly yeah. what I think it is. Yeah. So uh, yep. okay. What I really yeah. wish they would have added like, <laughs> um, like the like literally a lottery system balls happening at the end and like that gives you oh, good numbers and it shoots the that balls would up. Be so awesome! That would be yeah. oh man! That would be, Could and, you imagine if you got to if you got to choose your number, like sixty nine? Mm, yeah. Like I'm choosing that off the rip every time. I feel yeah. like it should be more like a wish wall where like a guardian steps on a plate and then a plinko board pops up. And then they shoot a ball at the top, and then it goes down. Listen, Bungie, we're we're your ideas, guys. <laughs> you know, just, I mean, they already have the wish we, ball. It's we the same need a thing, lottery. Right? We need a lottery ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to rip off part of my take, but I feel like we should add a lottery ball at the end of our podcast and see how long it takes one of us to get it. <laughs> just a hey, one through one hundred. If you get the system, I'm doing right here. it. I'm down. All right, we got it. We got it. We got it. Okay. Yeah. And maybe we'll, maybe we'll, we can get a sponsor. Uh, we'll keep the stats. We'll keep the stats <laughs> in the rundown of uh, the dates they were drawn and like which mm-hmm. ones are left and everything. 
it's happening. All right. All right. All right. Uh, a, new, <laughs> a new challenge approaches. So um, starting on Tuesday, Crota's, uh, uh, hold on here. Crota's Master Difficulty comes out and the weekly challenge also comes out at the same time. So um, you can do the challenge on normal mode, and it's going to be a good way to go after some more red borders. And then if you do it on the master difficulty, that's how you get those adept weapons, and then you can also level up those adept weapons uh, and masterwork those traits and become just a smidge better than the crafted version of the weapon because you can use those adept mods. Um, yeah. So in the past, these challenges have been the exact same challenges that happened for challenge mode for the contest clear. So there's probably already a few videos out there of how to do most of those. Um, and probably should start looking at them now and, and learning them because first up's got to be, you know, the the pit or whatever that first encounter is called. Yeah, it's yeah. Got to be a headache. The, I hate that encounter. That, I, th I think I think you just have to stay at times ten the whole time. Oh, okay. I'm not okay. I'm not sure about that, but I think I think that's it. But I don't know how you get rid of the is it curse of darkness or whatever that debuff is that wipes you. I I think you might have to like enlighten and just get out of the I don't think you can be near the lamp. And I think yeah. that restarts that and um I don't know. We'll have to look at it, but it's it, it's something with that. I now we do have some changes coming in season 22 and season 23. Um, in season 22, uh, the main pain points right now in PvP, I guess, is Ateus words. Um, they already went through one nerf back in like the stasis days, where it was like double reflecting damage and like really supercharging your super. Um, but they're going to change it to where it's going to require a full class ability to reflect incoming damage, and reflecting damage will deplete your class ability energy so the goal is to reduce the uptime of this exotics effect and to make it more difficult to stack with juggernaut's shield wow that was pretty nasty if that those two things happening together yes agreed <laughs> um yahamkara's spine uh this has kind of surprised me because i thought this is a pretty niche uh loadout here but they're reducing the impact of the grenades uptime by making it grant energy on final blows instead of damage um they, occasionally you run into one of these hunters and they are just a master at sticking these on the walls in pvp and they like they might get one shot on you and you're like oh i'm gonna duck back in the cover and then you see that trip might hit the wall and you're a goner um but did you see our homie uh salt was upset about this one on the on the x a little bit and that's because it was affected pve which i never used this in pve it, it's probably just one like a second level a third level troll he was trying to do just to mess with people it's probably one of those things that's like effective in one stupid portion of the game if you're trying to solo it or you know what i mean mm. it's just stuff that we don't even consider or like we'll ever be in the position to need it but you know it is what it is but i i will say as a this is probably a unpopular destiny opinion 
you know the uh the tangled the picture of tangled of the the dude like rapunzel's boyfriend or whatever where he has like all the swords pointed at him and it's like uh you know what i'm talking about like that meme Mm -hmm. or whatever uh one of mine is i think that probably if they just listened to salt destiny would be in a place that i would like it pretty well as far as like balance things go uh, mm. I think it would be more difficult and I think it would be more fun to do the things that are boring, I think would be something you have to put a little more thought into. So I would probably like it better if salt, if they just, if like if salt got hired by Bungie to do like balance stuff, I would probably enjoy it pretty well. Oh, I feel like that's the entire episode that we you know to go down of the changes he would make to stuff and how, yeah. Um, definitely be a lot harder of a game with, with Salt in charge. Yeah, I'll reach out to him, see if he's interested in coming on for that or something. He's uh, <laughs> yeah. he 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 hits us back on Twitter, like in the DMs. Uh, he's like, oh, more than once he's he's responded. So I'll uh, I'll see. That's right, the, um, the the, de- the, dest- the destiny dead period. We'll, yeah. we'll do that. Uh, yeah. Um. Season 23, there's some changes coming. Uh, SMGs, they're globally globally increasing the recoil on SMGs to make them more costly to trade off the Spectre range of stability. Boo. Boo. No, Bungie. No, no, no. This is not what the people want. That's just because you're resisting the buff auto rifles in PvE. That's all this is. And um, it's terrible. Um, yeah, you got though, these dorks like unknown soldier trying to that, that make it seem like SMGs are unbattleable when you're on a controller. That's not what it is. That's like it's field of view. It's it's so many things that make SMGs seem better. Like SMGs are in a good spot. They feel they're fun to play with. They're good. Why do we have to just ruin them? I don't understand. Yeah. Because yeah. you know they're going to go too far. They're killing a whole freaking subclass of, of weapons. Mm-hmm. Like a whole weapon type is just going to be garbage now. This is what I would say to prepare for this, is to get the precision frame SMGs. Get as many of those as you can. They have inherent inherit like help when it comes to recoil because it's a precision frame. So precision SMG, just get get one of those ready. Uh, sniper rifles will be implementing a sniper rifle body shot nerf in the crucible details coming soon sniper rifles are getting damage buff in pve so that, that will be offset from the body damage fusion rifles will decrease the kickstart bonus damage and damage will also fall off harder at lar- larger ra- longer ranges i feel like that point is going to hit ppe because fusion rifles are kind of can kind of you know, they, the, they can be in shotguns lane, and like if it's not like really far back for a sniper, is like it's just all right. Fusion rifle, let's go. Uh, airborne effectiveness. Uh, most people just say AE. Will will be increasing the airport airborne accuracy of sniper rifles and slug shotguns to be equivalent to pre AE Icarus at their base values. So that's good stuff there. I like that. Nothing better than jumping up and hitting hitting a snipe when you jump up from behind it cover. Is, it is it is pretty sick. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Usually I'm like, oh, 
yeah, you know, yeah. my eyes get like get a little buggy whenever it happens. So I'm all about that. Uh, Peregrine griefs. These uh, not only grant bonus to shoulder charge damage, but after being airborne for a short time, the goal of these is to ensure Peregrine griefs users are visibly airborne to other players in order to benefit from the exotic effect. Uh, in PVE, they will now provi- provide a significantly more da- bonus damage and refund your melee charge when used against champions, tormentors, and mini bosses. Now, I like that. That's nice. Um, yeah, boy. This does concern me. Me of justice. I use these a lot in PvP, especially when it's Fortress. Because you can go in there and you one-shot that Titan that put the bubble down with the knee of justice. Um, yeah. Sethoseps, uh, we are removing the extra lunge range. Uh, yes, love that. To compensate, we're adding improved weapon handling and reload speed when you're surrounded. Okay. And we are walking back some of the nerf to glaive melee damage as well. All right. Um, maybe glaives could be back for titans. Maybe. Um, Sithoseps are still going to be great with Bockhammer. I don't see that going away um, until they completely rework Solar Titan, I think. For solo play chat it's uh, nothing's better than than that yeah i i mean the extra lunge range is is it does i don't use synthesis like that so i'm i'm fine um it's more of an abuse done in in pvp um because i'm usually just throwing a hammer or i'm sliding and flying into the air and launching a bunch of strand nanite thingamajigs at people um but uh i mean i'm in it to to to, to punch people and seeing that the glaive uh thing is being reverted a bit we'll see if uh we'll see if i'm going to be running back in there with the 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 cold the frozen stasis glaive the heavy one Mm -hmm. that's the one winter bite i'm like it's not freezy stabby guy um but uh, because I remember that was that was very broken when it came out, so uh, I want to see. Yeah, weren't people killing Rolk with it? Like they were one phasing Rolk, yeah. But that <laughs> yeah. was an interaction with the orb. The orb flying out was doing like hitting. It was basically it was doing the FPS damage glitch on the enemy uh, and not us. Yeah, must be nice. Must be yeah, nice, you little yeah, right bees. <laughs> they got you it fixed I mean? for the enemies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're years, years into that. Uh, so. What Destiny three away from that happening? <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Did you see? Uh, well, I'm gonna we'll bring the the big glitch of the day up later. This out. Uh, this okay. not in the part of the twid. Okay. Um, checkmate enters Crucible Labs playlist. Um, I will give this a try. I'm not going to go into details of this, but basically longer time to kill and less abilities is what's going to be happening here. Um, I'll try to give it like Crucible Labs for me. I don't know if you two have ever tried to play it. Um, Queue times are forever long. Forever. Um, I don't know. For me, it just, it doesn't work out. I can't get into games. So, or I'm just playing it. I don't, I don't have that experience. Um, 
you know, skill-based matchmaking, I guess. I don't know. Either I'm oh, so yeah. bad or so good, one of the two. There's so many nubs that play in my out. skill level that there's a bunch of us in there. <laughs> so it makes sense. Yep. Um, all right. So one of, basically the last thing we're going to cover here in the twid is if you're playing Trials, the Trials weapons are going to be way more likely to drop. So that's Igneous Hammer, Astral Horizon, the Grenade Launcher, Messenger, Unexpected, Resurgence, and the Immortal. It's all going to have a chance to drop just by playing games. And that's it from Bruno for the Twit. So that now takes us to three likes and three dislikes of the week. Um, again, what we what we do here with the purpose of this segment is it's like everything needs to be balanced. There's good stuff that Bungie does, and there's bad stuff that Bungie does. There's good stuff that's in the game, and there's bad stuff that's in the game. And we just point that out. So my like is going to be Bungie switched Warden to Warden's Law uh, for the Nightfall drop this week. Um, this is should be a staple. Like whatever the first week of Grandmasters come out, like it needs to be one of the new Nightfall weapons. Like every time. If Grandmaster is going to be on week four, week four is the new weapon and week five is the other new weapon. That's just, that's just how it should be. So good job, Bungie, jumping in and changing that. Hey, a uh, quick question before I get to my like. Did Grandmaster start like like two or three weeks early this season? Uh, no, that's the same as they did last season. So okay. week four, they start letting people play the weekly one as a Grandmaster. And then week seven, they open them all up so you can select it. Okay. Cause I was uh, I was thinking like there's no way I made it to season pass rank like 125 this past previously, which is before what you would have to be pinnacle cap and like season pass rank that just to be able to do it. So <clears throat> it seems like they were early. Maybe they're earlier than they were like last year, but maybe not last season. Uh, so my like was actually running the nightfall. That uh, battleground was was pretty fun wasn't too difficult uh we kind of got through it pretty quick could have been a little more aggressive i think with like i i never used my super until the boss room which was uh looking back on it could have used it a little bit more got through things a little bit faster but uh not so much selfish but more i didn't remember (laughs) what was coming up in that nightfall because i haven't ran that battleground in many seasons so i didn't exactly remember the pathing and and when enemies were coming and that thing but uh had a great time through that got two terrible rolls on that dfa so looking forward to getting back in there with that uh also got my final pattern of beloved on the 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 is it prestige or presage how how we say that chad i would say presage okay that's how i would say it too no no osiris says it in game he says presage all you're right. going to so, you're gonna have to uh, clip that. As soon as I hear it, though, yeah. I will agree with you. Yeah. In the, in the meantime, I'm going to say Presage Presage. Uh, so I got my final uh, beloved that I needed. So I think I'm like two or three fire frights away, and I will never have to touch that again um, as far as I know. And that that's a little teaser for my dislike coming up. So 
Chad, what about you? What was your like this week? Um, well, Ryan stole my like this week, um, and I'm very upset because the, I was I was excited that the Grandmaster is not a nightmare. And um, I guess it's similar, but the same, but different. Um, I was very much expecting us to, to, to take a couple of tries. Um, one try to like move around. He does that face, but it's a battleground. And the last battleground we did on the moon. That's the only one we've struggled on, dog. About that. Also, the was first that? Was battleground that, the... that was a GM. So that's what. No, 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 was it? The oh no, the, yeah, we didn't struggle on the one with the knight in the room. Get out of here. No, no, the one that we jumped that up the in Mars the corners one? of the pillar. Yes. We we yeah, did we, we did that one. We did struggle we did that on one that first one. try. Yeah, we did it first try though. Yeah, we struggled so much. Yeah, but we, we had the cheese. Try. We had to cheese two of the spots. That's not cheese. You still oh. get damage there. Yeah. Oh, I'm cheese. talking about the the opening of it, where you run oh, to the left just, all the way just over. A, that's a time saver. That's just dumb about Paul oh, Bungie's yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if we did that normal, tape. like we did this last check one, check the tape on that. It would not have gone the same way. They're 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 live streamed. You can check them. You'll just watch them. You'll agree with me, Jared and I. I that dislike your dislike. Ryan. <laughs> Sorry, Mister, not Ryan I'm, Fox. I'm the I'm the Destiny bad boy, son. Yeah, exactly. We shouldn't like you. You're a bad boy. Um, no, my dislike is just the the story this week was very light. While it was helpful because I have stuff going on this week, and then the, you know the podcast night got moved. Um, it was it was legitimately just get through it in 20 minutes didn't have to do a single sabbath inspire didn't have to do a summoning altar of summoning um which i am happy about because it was as of right now since i i got the reset two weeks ago i am dreading going back into either of those activities as of right now unless i'm going in with these two guys if we're going in just to hang out but uh i got that reset and i'm like i'm good dude <laughs> i am i am i'm 100 okay not doing those again um, they're fun, but I grinded them too much and I don't like them right now. I set out last week, so I have to wait for week three to circle back around to get those last few triumphs for the, the title or whatever. Uh, my dislike this week is, uh, just, the honestly, this is so petty and so dumb and it probably only applies to me, but it literally ruined my Tuesday. So I finally, so on, there's a, a shotgun called without remorse that is only sold by Zer, And I had one in my vault. Zer sold it like four or five weeks ago. I bought the other two that I needed, kept them in the vault. I had to wait for the new season to start. Once the new season started, I had to get up to like rank 63 to unlock the first three, uh, deep sight resonators, uh, Unlock those, pull the weapons into my character, uh, use it on the first two, get to the third one. And I am unable to apply the deep sight resonator because that was not the right copy of that gun, which uh, was very painful. 
uh, because that was a gun that I apparently got it during that uh, season, which was the season of the catch. No, is that right? Was it season of the catch? It's, it was the pirate season, plunder yeah. season of the plunder. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, it was season of the yeah. catch. Yeah, so you did the catch craft, which was the 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 story, the seasonal catch crash? activity, catch craft. Right, the craft. E R A F T. I don't know. I didn't care. For I don't that know. Season very much. Anyways, yeah, that season sucked. So there were mo- <laughs> like Brigands Law was the sidearm. I didn't get that one done. I didn't get the without. I did not get the shotgun done. So those are ones that I have. Unfortunately, those weapons are not part of the exotic rotator mission. So the only way to acquire those weapons is from uh, Brigand's Law, which can be sold by Zur or Banshee. And Without Remorse can only be sold by Zur. And because, you know, Zur sells six legendary weapons each week. But if you don't have a new enough version of the weapon because Bungie is dumb and does shit like this, then you cannot apply the Deep Sight Resonator. So I am at four out of five currently. And the one copy of the gun that I do have, I cannot apply the Deep Sight Resonator. And I'm very upset about it. Uh, Plank Stride, which is a heavy machine gun, is the other weapon that is craftable that is not attainable during that uh, that the exotic rotator mission. So uh, my hope is that either Zur sells it in like the next eight weeks of the season, or at some point next season he sells it. Or they rotate the exotic rotator missions next season to include the season of the plunder weapons. So that's uh, what I dislike at the game currently. Those uh, like those guns are so mid. Like there's like I understand it's, that you want to get them to get get them done, but it's it's a check. It's a check mark. Like I have every everything else is crafted already. Like I have all the raid weapons craftable. I have all this shit done, ready to roll. But like the fact that I have four out of five of that shotgun is just infuriating to me. Hmm. Um, my dislike is my will to LFG. I don't know what just hanging out with Chad for so long is like. Normally, after we completed that first GM, I'd be like, okay. I'll just run it with randoms now to try to get more warden laws to drop. And I have yet to do that. And I just don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like LG in a raid. I don't feel like LG in dungeons. Just kind of just. If I jump on and there's somebody on, I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I'll run some seasonal activity. And then I start watching YouTube and just start paying more attention to the YouTube than actually play <laughs> the seasonal activity. So. Where I'm at. All right, we're actually going to have a weapons breakdown this week. So, um, as I mentioned many times now, uh, Warden's Law is back. And it is aggressive. Uh, two burst hand cannon. Um, with that, it's going to operate unlike any other hand cannon. Basically, this is a pulse rifle. That's disguised itself as a hand cannon. Um, with that, that means you care about recoil direction and you care about stability to try to get both them bullets to hit. Um, so PVE, uh, I'm going small bore 
appended mag, so you get the extra two bursts there. Uh, fourth time's a charm with a Vorpal or Frenzy. Uh, PvP, small boar again with Acroize Rounds, Perpetual Motion, Kill Clip, or Zen Moment. Um, I've got... I did get the Perpetual Motion Zen Moment. Did not get the bail or magazine that I wanted. But I did give it a try in Crucible, and it's okay. Um, definitely felt like I would have been better just using a straight 120 instead of this with, with um, like some of the shots not hitting. Um, and then a lot of times that um, like you're, you're trying to shoot somebody as they're running across and like one bullet hits, but the second bullet is like not tracking like as the gun's got going upwards. So it's definitely going to take some time to get used to if you really want to use this weapon. Cool guy put out a good video. Um, if you really want to get into the little more nitty and gritty of this this gun, he's, he put out a good review. But do you all use any uh, your warden law at all as you played any of this week? Uh, we got our two. My two were trash, and I logged off that evening, and I haven't been back on since. So no, I have not even fired two bullets through that hand cannon currently yet not really i played uh the yeah no after we got off it's that was it yeah okay i uh the other nightfall weapon is called pre astenix four um so this Did is we a ever get one two and three no. Okay. That's all I know of. Um, so it's a it's a solo bow, so that's kind of important because the other, like, the other one is available in strikes, and then tyranny of heaven is available in a raid. So last wish. Yeah. Why ain't this pulled up? Okay. Um. Uh, PvP wise, it's it's quite simple to me. Opening shot rolls in column four, so I want opening shot on on this bow uh, if I'm trying to use it in PvP. And um, it does come with the new seasonal trait where like it drops like bombs onto the ground. Have you seen this yet on on weapons? It drops oh, like yeah, I have it's almost that. like Telesto bolts. Yeah. I, I have not. Um, I th I think they have a little bit of play in PVE and PVP. They're very very obvious and um, easy to avoid. Uh, and now my computer don't want to load the bow. Well, I had a breakdown. All right, so let's just push it to next week if if it won't load. Right. It's not a big deal. We're moving on. Uh, gambling Corner. What, what happened there? I got you, dog. Uh, gambling Corner. Uh, one of my favorite segments of the podcast. I believe it's one of Jared's favorites, and I think it's Chad's least favorite segment of the podcast. So each season, we start with 10,000 Glimmer. That is uh, given to us. And with that Glimmer, we make a weekly bet. Uh, the weekly bet is usually like an ante. Uh, we used to have a fella, Mr. Vegas, that would help with odds, but... 
Uh, we get busy sometimes, and honestly, we don't discuss Gambling Corner until like 9 o'clock the night of, and we hate to bother him, uh, even though it is only like, what, 6 o'clock his time <clears throat> at that point. So uh, a lot of times it ends up with us trying to do a Destiny Challenge, and we will set either like a death, who can guess the closest to deaths, who can get the closest amount of time. Uh, we all put in money, and if you ever become bankrupt, um, due to your poor gambling, you then have to sacrifice a weapon out of your vault or off of one of your characters, and the other two players that are left determine the value of that weapon. So, for example, if you have a weapon with a high kill count or a weapon maybe that is no longer obtainable, then those weapons are going to be worth more than just like a crafted weapon with a low kill count uh, and the two players decide a value between 1,000 Glimmer and 10,000 Glimmer for that person to be able to buy back in. Last week, our bet was Crota's End. Uh, we knew we'd probably get at least three runs, potentially six runs, depending upon how many we did of our weekly runs this week. And the fastest time, who could guess the closest? It did not matter if you went over. Chato Cerro's guess was one hour and 11 minutes not Ryan Fox's guess was one hour, 32 minutes. Jared's guess was one hour, 23 minutes. And I am happy to tell you that on September the 8th, 2023 of the year of our award, we completed the Crota's End Raid in 53 minutes and 31 seconds, which makes Chad the winner. And current standings, Chad has 17,000 Glimmer. I have 11,000 Glimmer. Jared has 5,000 Glimmer. So uh, we need to come up with a bet for the current week coming up. And I was thinking total kills. And uh, would you guys rather do a Crota raid or a Nightfall raid? Or I'm sorry, uh, a Crota raid or a, another Nightfall and we guess the total amount of kills and whoever is closest wins. The, yeah, let's do kills and let's do it of our first GM clear next week. Okay. Absolutely. So uh let me let me check. Do we know what nightfall is next week? Nope. I don't know what it is anyways. No idea. It's just it's just stay blind. Okay, staying blind then? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know how many enemies are in a, in a nightfall. <laughs> um, so Chad's in the lead. So Chad, you get to choose order since you won, since you won last week. I get to week. choose order? Yeah. Yeah, so you say like Jared chooses first, I choose first, you can choose first. And it is the closest you are allowed to go over. So, gotcha. Um, uh, uh, Ryan, Jared, Chadok. That's so f, dude. Is... <laughs> uh... Can I ask, can can one of you pull up like what six nightfalls are, there are at least? 
like I don't want to because I know the battlegrounds have more enemies, right? So I want to make sure that there's not a shot of at another battleground. There is a uh, moon is in the rotation. Moon is in the rotation. Yeah. So the, I just the, whistled the there. I don't think the closest to total enemies. Yeah, like that enemies is, killed is kind of going to be the... Total, though. Total, like amongst all of us put together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not just your kills. It's it's total yeah. kills. And uh, we're going to do, like, what I guess a 2,000 ante on this as well. Yeah. So I want to say just blindly, I don't even know. I don't even know what to guess, but I am going to say... Okay, before you guess, it's either going to be um, high battleground Mars or the Devil's Lair. Oh, those both have All a right. good amount, too. Both of those have a good amount of enemies, I want to say, right? Mm -hmm. I think so. So let's say... Um, let's say 417. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. Like if that's low not, for those. You're not far off from what I was thinking in my head. 417. Okay. okay. So I'm going to go 476. Dang. That is a lot. God, both of those have so many enemies too. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, is are we gonna? Is somebody gonna have two hundred and the other is gonna have a hundred and some? Or like, what's the right? Like, yeah, the, Chad, the place to go, you know, above or below one of us. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I and think you know the what? play is. I think the play is either four sixteen or four seventy seven. I went four sixteen. Four sixteen is where I'm going. Okay. You will. <laughs> yep. okay so uh final guess is this is going to be a 2000 ante so if Jared doesn't win this one he might be in trouble pretty early this season so uh chad's bet got, bet was 416 my bet was 417 jared's bet was 476 quick math tells me that somewhere around 446 and above Jared gets. So if there's any spots where Jared can just farm kills, that's probably the play <laughs> for him. I have about a 30 kill window and Chad has about a 416 kill window uh, from the looks <laughs> of things. So way to go him. That's the perks of winning the week before. Uh, no halfback take, no half bake takes. Uh, but that takes us right into the war section. Chad, what do you got for us this week, my guy? All right. Like I said, we're talking about uh, some seasonal exotics. We're talking about the ghost shells and and, uh, and sparrows and such. Uh, we'll save the actual exotic armor for, for another week, probably next week. We're going to start off with the Acromantis seasonal sparrow. 
Akura took a deep breath to compose herself. She had been dreading the conversation she was about to initiate. She ran through all the anticipated objections and corresponding de-escalation tactics in her mind. It was important to keep the situation in hand at any cost. Once she had steeled herself, she nodded to her ghost, Ophiuchus, who engaged the hollow projector. A moment later, a bust of Empress Keitel illuminated Akora's office. Even translucent and digitized, the Empress was an imposing figure. With a steady voice and unwavering gaze, Ikora detailed the Vanguard's plan to resurrect Savathun in exchange for the knowledge of how to breach the Witness's portal. Once she finished, Ikora braced for the Empress's fury. Instead, she was met with pensive silence. When Keitel finally spoke, her tone was measured. There was a time, not so long ago, when the Witch Queen resurrection would have seemed like a betrayal. Ikora held her breath. But after working with Eris aboard the Leviathan, after speaking with Gaul, the Empress lowered and shook her tusks, a gesture of uncertainty. I must accept that the ways of light and dark are beyond my reckoning. Kaidal raised her tusks once more and hardened her voice. I trust Eris as, as I would my own mythkeeper. If the Vanguard agrees that this is the only way to stop the witness, then so be it. My legions will not stand in your way. My thanks, Empress, Ikora replied with obvious relief. Besides, the Empress concluded, if this plan brings me one step closer to crushing Zivu Aroth's skull, then it has my blessing. Pharmacos shell, the ghost shell. A little flock of unpaired ghosts shivered and murmured together in their luminous cage. Their chitinous shells clacked together as they huddled. When their queen opened their cage, the ghosts shied back. Come now, Savathun said, cloying, vicious. The light belongs to all of us. And aren't you curious? They didn't move only stared at her and a litter of ghost shells behind her. She changed tack. The others wanted the traveler to be safe. Don't you want that too? They did. That's all they wanted. One ghost shifted forward. The others tried to close ranks and keep it with them. It pushed forward. The needle fingered one reaching out, and the ghost floated willingly into her claws. Seasonal ship. The arc crystal hung in the air, crackling and spitting with energy. Savathun inspected it. No fractures, no unstable charges pouring from unseen fissures. When she ran a claw down its surface, she could feel static bolt down her arm. Savathun turned to her assembled brood. You, she said, and a lucent hive knight advanced to kneel before his queen. Suddenly, his fellow hive descended upon him, tearing at his chitin, pulling apart his flesh. When Savathun reached out and crushed his ghost, a burst of crystalline light erupted from its remains. The energy arraigned itself into a triclinic lattice. This crystal pulsed with void light. And you, an acolyte whose eyes gleamed with a vital, endless fire, stepped forward and bowed. The Hex Shell The knight wrenched his cleaver from the skull of the fallen wizard. His opponent's body twitched and sizzled with latent arc energy. 
He raised his blade above his head, saluting the statue of the Witch Queen that loomed above them. Existence is worthiness, the knight intoned. That which cannot defend itself must die. This is the one true shape, Ayat. The knight's salute went unanswered, as expected. The small stone chamber lapsed into silence. It had been thus for as long as he could remember. A fragile bringer of light materialized in the air above the wizard. The knight quelled the urge to reach out and crush it. This restraint was the queen's only decree. The wizard screeched with rage as she pulled unwillingly back into consciousness. Her eyes flew open, blazing with fury. Her opponent crouched warily, his cleaver still smoldering with soul fire. The wizard propelled herself upward, mustering her light into crackling arc bolts. She unleashed them upon the knight who erected a barricade to intercept the blast. In this moment of defensiveness, the knight lost sight of the wizard. When he lowered his barricade, he discovered a ball of arc energy pulsing at his feet. It exploded, burning the flesh beneath his chitinous armor to a blackened char. The wizard hovered over the knight. His smoking corpse filled the chamber with acrid fumes. She raised her claw, clawed hand toward the silent statue. Existence is worthiness, she intoned. That which ca cannot defend itself must die. This is the one true shape. Ayat and the Laminos Sparrow. So there she was, Glint continued, lost deep beneath the Hellmouth, hunted by the Hive. Imaru tilted forward, uncharacteristically wrapped. Kero sat nearby, Crow sat nearby, sipping on ether fizz. The Hive ghost had made an offhand inquiry as to where Eris Morn got her third eye, and soon the trio were fully invested in Glint's campfire tale. Glint lowered his voice ominously. With her loyal ghost, Briah, drained of his light, Eris was left defenseless. Her final hope was the bone she'd been gifted by a grateful Ahamkara she saved from certain death once. Crow cleared his throat uncomfortably. Actually, he whispered to Glint, I think she killed that Ahamkara. And good thing too, Glint continued without missing a beat, because in her time of need, the spirit of the Ahamkara whispered to her, offering the solution to her problems. Easy, Imaru interjected. Ambush an acolyte, rip its head off, and graft its eyes into her face, right? Crow nodded grimly, while Glint rolled his eye. No, the ghost corrected Imaru. The Ahamkara told her to befriend a certain knight of Crota, who was tired of serving the darkness. Crow choked on his ether fizz, dissolving into a coughing fit. That's not quite... Eris found the knight, and they quickly forged a bond of friendship, Glint pressed on. The knight taught her an ancient hive spell to help her grow her very own third eye. In exchange, Eris helped the knight free himself from Crota's service. Together, they fought through a whole army of hive and escaped his allies. So you're telling me, Imaru asked, narrowing his iris, that Eris Morn escaped Crota's clutches with the power of friendship. After an uncomfortable pause, Crow sighed, It's close enough, I suppose. I forgot that we got a lot of Glint stories last year with the uh, the whole uh, headless ones thing, like all the lore from that that event, which is coming up in this season, was Glint telling us campfire stories. So it is it's funny that they bring it back in the same season that we're getting uh, the same event back. But uh, the power of friendship. 
Saves Eris. We in haven't. The end. Yeah, that's the first time hearing from Glint in a while, haven't we? Yeah, no, it's been a minute. All right, it is time for the mailbag. All right. um, First question here. What is the next currency that you believe will be taken away? Right, Dust. That's not my guess. I just wanted Ryan's response on that one. Ugh. Uh, it probably. I don't know. Are they gonna get rid of like the wishing well and all that stuff? <clears throat> Maybe. Oh, I I see what you're talking about. Well, no, because oh. they'd have to vault dreaming city, right? Like the tier four, tier three, tier two, unstable charged with light oh you're saying that you can just activate them no matter what anytime i think so i mean that would make sense that would clear up four slots yeah that or because i I don't imagine they're going to get rid of like witches keys or divers keys or any of those right because those are already pre-made at this point yeah but i get rid of ascendant alloys they're not getting rid of ascendant shards. They're not getting rid of the what's the ciphers that Zer sells? Exotic ciphers. Those are staying. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the planetary stuff that are like the feeble offerings, like that type of stuff, is probably sticking around. So I think that kind of only leaves the Dreaming City stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. Like we've said, I think since episode one, we've mentioned that Glimmer is useless in this game and a dumb currency to have. I wish they would get rid of that. I I think Chad was like, he was joking tongue in cheek, but I think they will get rid of Bright Dust. I think it would change it over to a token. To where like, oh, you want you want a piece you want an armor set? It's gonna take five tokens on for the warlock and another five for a hunter and another five for Titan. Oh, silver? No, it's the, you can still earn tokens in game, but like gotcha. they're gonna reset the market to like where like right now pe- those people out there with over a hundred thousand bright dust. Is there really? So, yeah. I don't I I don't I don't have very much bright dust. I have yeah. like four thousand, five thousand. I'm bright dust poor. Yeah. But I've always said if I want something, I'll just buy it with money. Like I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't like that my joke was taken seriously. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> uh question two is Ares going to be on our side in the next expansion? I think Eris is gone. I think Eris is going to be a bad guy now, or a bad guy now. Like, there's probably going to be parts of her that are still good, but I think that her definitely being a part of the Vanguard, I think that's over by the time this season's over with. 
Interesting. So we have our some we have some you know secondary characters now that are a part of the darkness. So Sloan has taken on her; she's part taken. Eris is now part hive. Um, Mithrax is just straight up fallen. So, um, Elixney. Yeah. Um, you know, RIP Ashamir. I mean, he was already part Vex. Kind of was saving his arm. So I'm, I'm sure he's fully Vex now. So I think, I think having characters that relate to the other species is just, is what, it's what it is. So I think this is, I think this is Eris's swan song here. After this season, we don't hear much from her ever again. Not because that she's like a bad guy. I think this is like, this is, this is the best Eris Morn is ever going to be is this season. Buddy, you forget, you forget about Osiris in the whole white ball campaign was very much like trickle and strand between his fingers and stuff. But it was like only shown like in like two to three seconds of cutscenes and never like in front of like the blue man <clears throat> or any of them, you know? So I, I, I kind of think that, Bungie might have hinted at it for a reason, but it hasn't paid off yet. Okay. Cause we cause like Strand, do we agree Strand is a darkness subclass? Yes. Jared says agree. no. I say yes. I say it is just because it's in the diamond of it's in the diamond mm-hmm. with stasis. Yeah. So that's kind of my my rationale and I think that I think that the real question is going to be is Osiris going to use that in order to save somebody like he sacrifices himself to save like Saint or somebody else. So yeah. I'm interested to see they did just enough to tease it to make it stick in my mind that it happened. So we'll, we'll see. Um, yes, she, she will be on our side, but I think like, like what Jared said, um, she'll be mostly a background character after she's done being a hive God. What about, uh, Jermaine? Because Jermaine, and oh, I, I think he's going to be Harris getting some have... sweet, sweet, hivey, hivey loving. He's all about it. Okay. I think I think Drifter is the carrier in the Destiny Three. He's our he's the character that's Destiny Three is going to be centered around. The start of it. Make, make Ryan happy. That that made me so happy. Like Callus and Drifter were always kind of my guys. Callus is no longer with us at, at this point in time in space. So we'll see, <clears throat> but. I hope so. I like those like ambiguous characters, kind of like Loki in the Marvel universe. He was always kind of one that I liked. The ones that are good sometimes, bad other times, you know, can kind of walk that line back and forth. Uh, I really like Thanos. He was probably one of my favorite bad guys of all time in any medium of, of like storytelling. But anyways, question three. Did you see the quote-unquote leaked trailer of the new playable space? Chad says no. Nope. 
Jared shakes his head yes. Chad, is that something you want to see? I can send it to you if so. The new playable space? As in like it, it, yeah. Final Shape? So or basically like- B- Bungie effed up and uploaded a video and set the timer on it to release sooner than it should have. And it is like a 50-ish second video of like Inside the Traveler. Of like just traversing that area. Oh, okay. And you see a few things. It came out Monday night, Tuesday night. I don't remember exactly which night it came out, but I saw it sometime between like midnight and 6 a.m. and like barely watched it. And I was like, oh, I'll catch up on that in the morning whenever I'm taking a poop before I get in the shower. (laughs) And at that point, like it was being like taken down and kind of copyright stricken and all sorts of things. Uh, so I didn't get to watch it until earlier this evening. I kind of rewatched through it and I, I assumed whenever I saw it, it, it was loaded up like 12 to 18 hours prior to the PlayStation state of play, uh, like conference that they had or whatever, but it didn't actually appear during that. So I don't know when Bungie was initially planning to release it. This was like one of those things that, they upload and they set like a release time and date on it. And they just messed that time and date up and it released early under the official Bungie thing, but it's no longer there to watch. But if you were to say, go to the subreddit of destiny Two leaks, you could probably find it there to watch. And by probably, I mean, definitely because I watched it before this podcast was recorded. So you can see it there. And there's some interesting things in there. I will not say because um, obviously we're pretty good about spoilers on this show, I believe. So I would not spoil anything that's not out into the ether, but it's there if you want to watch it. I don't think you miss much if you don't watch this trailer. Okay. Um, eh, we'll see if I figure it out or want to figure it out. Uh, question four, is Warden's Law worth farming? Um, the fourth time to charm Vorporal is can take the place of Malfeasance with Lucky Pants build. Um, I think it's it's decent in PVE. Um, and it's usable in PvP. But I would say like, um, the round robin that's craftable from Neonuma will treat you way better than Warden's Law will when it comes to PvP. And I agree with Jared on that. I uh, just blindly agree with Jared. Um, I also blindly agree with Jared. Okay. Question five. Jared, can we get a fantasy football update? And also lottery ball is going to be. So, uh, moving forward in the future, fantasy football update and lottery ball is going to be question five. So, Jerry, give us the fantasy football update, and I'll get us the lottery ball ready. All right. Uh, Sweeperbot is out of the gates hot. He put up... Um, hot. Yeah. He... Uh, let's see how many points. He put up 160 points last week. So He's still he's a little a, bitch. He's already, he's already up, and I got him this week, and he's already up 36 points on me after just the Thursday, Thursday night game. Um, so I'm out of the gate. It looks like it's his league to win. Might as well pencil him in 
to the championship. Um, you know, I lost my week one game by uh, two points. And if the if the Bills, yeah, if the Bills punter could trip up the guy running back for the overtime win, oh, you got beat on that. I would. That, I had. I, I had the Jets kicker, so oh, they would have just ran it, that. kicked it, and they uh, would have. But luckily, I was asleep and I didn't see it happen in real life, in like in oh, real time. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so Jared, you're zero yeah. and one. Chad, what's yeah. Chad? What's your record? Chad's on one. He lost by oh. four points in week one. Oh man, that's thanks for you guys. Who? What about me? How did I do week one? Well, you did win, but you also went against the person that scored the least the entire week one. When's so. a win? When's a win, Jared? <laughs> We're just focusing on that. Focusing on that. I think I have a. I think I have a a lead after Thursday night football. I did go against Devonta Smith, unfortunately, uh, but like I did have Justin Jefferson, which helped out with that a little. So we're looking good for week two, uh, and that's good. So uh, new segment: lottery ball. <laughs> one through 100. Uh, we're all going to take a guess. Take a guess if you're listening along. Tweet us at Destiny CC Pod if you hit it, and maybe there is a reward for the first person that tweets us. If, if you win before we do and you tweet us about it, there might be something in it for you. So, <laughs> one through 100. I have a, RN, a random number generator pulled up. I'm going to roll it five times, and on the fifth roll, is going to be the winner. So I'm going to choose 29. 28. 77. It's not, it's not closest. You have to hit it exact. I know. Okay. 29, 28, and 77. One roll, two roll, three rolls, four rolls, and the money roll six. All right. Mm. Six is the winner. If you had six, congratulations. I'm going to let these other two guys... Sign off. Um, you know, probably going to be a busy Saturday for us gaming-wise. Uh, I'll probably be on during the day on Saturday in between watching football. So if you see me on, uh, let's do a GM or a dungeon. Uh, yeah, same thing. If, if you guys got any lore questions, I know that we're still fresh into the season, but if there's stuff that's that's got you excited about the season or, or stuff that you have questions about that you need a refresher on, uh, feel free to send us send us messages, uh, and uh, I'll see the best I can do. All right, and remember, follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Uh, send us a tweet if you won the lottery ball this week. The winner was six. As always, go Cats! Love you guys. <laughs>